Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Lab. Podcast is all access with Coach Perry, one of the featured Niles McKinley Red Dragons players. I'm your show host, Bill Marchant. A big shout out to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance for powering the program and always some love to Permani Brothers here in Niles, Ohio, for giving these kids um, a little gift certificate and added an incentive to playing their best football for the Niles McKinley team. Um, Coach Perry, um, you have to be pretty pleased. Um, you know, this was big news in town just with the playoff win. I mean, you guys. You guys take on Streetsboro, but let's get back to last week and just talk about how that game went for you. Uh, you know, really, our uh, well, first of all, I just think from, like you said, the perspective of, of you know, being in the playoff game and our, our kids getting to have a home playoff game, which was special. Uh, certainly, we would have loved to have, uh, you know, a bigger crowd there, but uh, to be the first team, you know, to, to get to win a home playoff game, I think for our kids, you know, you could tell some of them were pretty emotional at the end of the game. So uh, just really proud of an overall uh, team effort. Yeah, and the numbers are pretty staggering. I mean, uh, you definitely uh, – um, any uh, Coach Tommy Osborne and that wishbone, that Nebraska team back in the 80s, they would have been happy with what you did this past week. Uh, 214 by the QB, I believe that you said that earlier. That set a school record for rushing by a quarterback. That was Zach Leonard. Um, Antoine Gardner, another one, 136. And our man with the, the bum knee still managed uh, 16 yards on six carries. Big shout-out to Travis Molder as well. So uh, talk about that ground and pound. Well, it's probably opposite of what we did maybe week <laughs> one, you know, or maybe we rushed for 50 and three for two-something um, in three quarters. So what really happened was uh, they, you know, they had some pretty talented skilled players, and they they uh, man went man free on us. And, uh when teams do that, you're not able to, you know, win individual battles, which we really didn't even try to because if teams are going to do that and uh, the way our offensive line is playing, you know, they're putting, you know, four to six people out of the box and really cannot be affected in the run game because they have to stay honest on uh, their man coverage. And we just feel like up front we were able to just take advantage of that and just play it more like a like an old-school brawl and um, let our linemen get angles on guys and uh, – Anytime you run the quarterback, you obviously get an extra blocker in there, so you outnumber them in there. Now, if they'd have switched it up and gone to more of a zone look, we would have thrown the ball, but uh, we were just able to take the game over, which anytime as a coach, if you could just run someone down someone's throat, uh, you know, it, it demoralizes the other team more ways. Definitely. I mean, the ground, it is the physicality of the game and it's a, it's a moralizing uh, way not to be able to stop the opponent. Um, how pleasing is it for you, and you've referenced back to week one, that, I mean, need be, if you guys have to put the ball in the air, you're capable. And if you need to, you know, earn, turn, turn out those hard yards on the ground, you know, you have that option. You're not one-dimensional, put it that way. Yeah, and again, I'll just again credit our offensive line for that because, uh, you know, pass, pass blocking alone could be a very challenging thing to do. Uh, to do it as effectively as we have uh, really, really is it's just a credit to that whole unit. 
they you've been in here, bro. You know everyone's gone and they're <laughs> there's our office line and watching film and you know, they're going that extra mile. Um but uh then to be able to add on that out of the spread, you know, typically we don't have a fullback in the game, we don't have a tight end this year. Uh, so to be able to run for that many yards without having those extra two blockers in there, um, uh, it's just uh, it, it's a luxury. And to really, I'm really surprised that we've gotten to this point of season that we're able to do it that way. You know, this week, what we will have to do is we'll be determined a lot on what kind of looks we get out get out of Streetsboro. But uh, you know, it does give you great confidence going in that you know, no matter what the other team does, we should hopefully have an answer for it. Excellent stuff. Once again, you're listening to the Miles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. You can listen to these shows at iTunes or Block Talk Radio. And as I told you folks earlier in previous podcasts, um, iTunes allows you a little more, more flexibility in terms of uh, fast-forward and rewinding. And uh, if you miss anything that you want to re-listen to, um, 2006, um, first undefeated, I think, home season. Yeah, I wasn't even aware of that one. I guess it's because everything's so different. Uh, um, I'll put a little asterisk by that and say – <laughs> um, there might be an opportunity we could play again at home. You know, uh, one of the things that OHSA has done is that if you get to the point where you're out of the playoffs, you can still pick up and play up to 10 regular season games. So at this point, you know, we could be still playing week 12, even if we weren't able to win this week. So um, we're at least going to take advantage. I, I would think of a couple of those opportunities, uh, you know, for our kids sake, I'd love them to get another opportunity to play out here on Bo Ryan, but uh if we got to get on the road, we'll do that too. But yeah, that's 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 a pretty amazing stat to think that uh, uh, you know it's been a while since you know this obviously is a great home field advantage for us. This year it's different with the crowd, so it's unique that uh, you know with less people here we were able to do. It. Hopefully we don't lock people out of the picture saying this is our good luck term. But uh, uh, no, that that that's great. That's great for our kids. They do love it here. It, it is a special place, and to be undefeated at home, we'll take it. That'd be a great thirty for thirty, where this 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 program goes on to undefeated seasons, but they lock out the crowd just due to the superstitious factor. Um, you were talking about some of the keys to last week's success. I mean, uh, you were shedding some light on uh, Zach Cicero. Um, you said uh, Permani player of the game. Talk about what he brought to the table. You you were you were saying some pretty positive things before we went live. Yeah, well, we as I told you, we've been really like we got to get a lime in this, and, but you know, I'm saying we don't want to just hand it over to him and. Uh, you know, again, maybe you could have went with Zach Leonard or Antoine and said those big nights they had, but that all starts with those guys up front. And Zach Cicero, uh, we, uh, Coach Carl grades their film out uh, each week and give you an idea. Alignment is doing pretty good. If, if they're in the 80s, I, I'd say, boy, that's real good. I, I coached a kid over at Harding, uh, James Daniels, um, who's in the NFL now, uh, playing for the Bears with a second-round pick. And uh, he would every now and again sneak into the 90s, but uh, – Zach Cicero was in the 90 percentile on his offensive blocking this week, uh, and that, that that's just rare. rare. You really rarely do you get a kid that can, can you know, 90 percent of the time he he won his battle. And then defensively, uh, he had pressure on the quarterback all night. Did a great job in the run game. I think he ended up with at least one sack. Maybe there was two. I'd have to look at that. But you know, play that both sides of the ball like that, and he's a kid you don't ever hear from, other than you see that long hair hanging out on the back of his helmet. But uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and but I remember him talking to you about uh, using his hands and how, you know, the technique. If we go back and look later at his film and his sack, you'll see he actually uh, does one of those kung fu moves <laughs> and uh, gets to the quarterback. So just really proud of Zach. He's one of our captains. And, 
you know, I'm sure he'll enjoy that from Andy's sandwich. Yeah, it was a pleasantry hearing him say something like that. A lot of kids come in, but, you know, not to get too detailed into what they do in terms of just, uh, you know, honing in on their craft. And you could tell that it was something that was kind of very dear that he took serious. As, you know, he took this as a serious thing to learn and really take as much as he could to perfect it. Well, and, uh, and again, I'll go back and, you know, it's a good let's segue right into our coach. We're going to spotlight this week, and that's Coach Aldridge. And I think most people that follow the podcast or our program know he's been our defensive coordinator. And then this year with his daughter, he's a real talented golfer over in Allen, and he wanted to be able to spend time and watch her play. So he took a step back, and then, you know, we went with uh, uh, Ryan Barrett, Coach Campus co-coordinator, so Coach could take a step back. But he coaches our defensive linemen. And, uh, you know, he he has really prided himself in teaching that. You know, we got to get better with our hands. I mean, he had to say that 100 times in the offseason. So, obviously, the kids have taken up on that teaching. And when you see that translation from teaching moments, you know, a lot of things, and one of the things that really frustrates coaches, we drill. We try to drill all the things <laughs> you think are important. Sometimes they don't show up on film. But when it does, you know, I'm really proud of our coaches. So, you know, Coach Ulrich is, you know, sort of staying with that and making sure the kids keep working on their hands and that to see it show up in a big moment in the playoff game. You know, I'm just really proud of the job he's done. And for years, you know, Coach Ulrich and I have coached together for over 20 years now, and uh, uh, he's awesome, and uh, I'm glad to see it translate to our players. Definitely, and, and it's awesome stuff. It's just amazing to think that you know, 20 years, that's a long time. Just think about when we were in the old school doing our thing. Amazing that we're sitting here now. <laughs> yeah, that right. So for sure, 100%. <laughs> All right, now you are 5-2. and two. This week you go on the road. You're going to take on 6-0 Streetsboro. Um, tell the audience and the folks out there in Niles up, uh, who are Streetsboro and what you have to do to kind of counter what they want to do? Yeah, well, they're number two in the region. And they're number two in the region for uh, for good reason. I mean, they're a talented football team. Um, they have, uh, I think, about four or five kids that are scholarship players. Uh, the name that most people that are football fans will know is Mike Hall. Mike Hall's rated one of the number one players in Ohio. He's committed to Ohio State. He's a defensive lineman. And uh, so, you know, he presents in his, in his own right, you know, just some, some big problems for us. But they have a kid committed to Boston College. They have a kid going to Eastern Kentucky. They have some Division II scholarship kids. So that just gives you an idea of the talent. And, you know, they, they put up big points. And I think, you know, the common opponent obviously have was Ravenna, and they put up 63 points on Ravenna. So, um, you know, we, we certainly got to be on top of our game. But the, the thing I – the feeling I got all week is, is our kids want the opportunity to play a team like this. And, and that's what you need out of your team. Like you're gonna, if you're in the playoffs, you're gonna get more. You play good teams. That's the whole point of it. You know, so it's nothing to be nervous about. We want to go in there and, and and give it our best shot. And uh, you know, one thing that that prepares us. And you know, I've been on some other radio shows. And I've had this answer. Our league prepares us for this moment. And I think if you look at, you know, the two teams that that beat us are have been proven to be high quality playoff teams in South Range and Poland. Poland again going to the State semifinal and should have been in the final last year. Um, so, you know, Streetsboro, they, they, they've had a nice run here, and they're trying to get over the hump themselves to, to, you know, to be one of the elite teams in Ohio. And they have a team this year that, quite frankly, you know, maybe has the ability to do that. But uh, we want to be the toughest out possible. And uh, I think we go in there, and if we, if we play a week, we, we've had the mindset and practice this week, I like our chances. So uh, we want to get after it and see, see how good we are. 
I'm definitely, and it is an exciting time again. Unfortunate because uh, you know Niles travels so well, and it, it, this town takes so much pride in this program. So it's, it's, it's well, sad. And then you say that, I'll apologize to all the fans. And I've had a lot of people <laughs> ask, "Can I get a code for tickets?" <laughs> and to to anybody that might be listening, we have a total of 140 tickets. And you know, when you have 60 kids on the football team, or you know, whatever we're drafting these days, 40 some. And then, you know, some coaches and their families and then cheerleaders and their families. Um, everybody on the football team got two tickets and there was none left over. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but, um, you know, again, the alternative is us not playing. So uh, you know, <laughs> we'll do what we got to do. And then hopefully I would assume YSN has it available that people are going to be able to log on and watch the game at home. And uh, hopefully, you know, we're heading back over the Viaduct on the way home and to a big celebration. It was kind of ironic. I got a text uh, last Friday it was around I don't know eight eight thirty it was it was my niece my uh, my wife's uh, sister's daughter and uh, she was up here for the summers so she knows uh, the team and she's she's like how can I watch the uh, Red Dragons football game I was like that this is the last text I thought I would get um, but uh, all the way in Arkansas all the way in Arkansas um, the Miles McKinley Red Dragons are getting some of their love. Coach, uh, you know, it's, it, we've been doing this now. It's fun to do. And, yeah, you know, I think, uh, like anything, the more you do it, the more you get more comfortable. And I think we get more comfortable and just able to shoot the breeze. Um, I didn't, you know, I knew the games on the back end with the playoffs were a thing, but I didn't know if it was something you wanted to discuss. But you mentioned it earlier in the show. Um, obviously, you want to continue with the playoffs. I mean, let's, right. let's focus on that. That's the big prize. But uh, knowing that you can at least get back out there and just play some games, I'm Knowing that that is an option for these kids and you. Yeah, it's an unknown at this point in time. You know, like you know, at some point in time, unless you hoist the trophy of state championship, then you're going to bow out of the playoffs as a loser. And uh, you know, what's the mentality of everybody involved going to be? Do you, you want to go back and play games? Um, I can tell you, probably almost definitively, if I say to our kids, "You guys want to keep playing," you know, we're going to be yeses. So, um, you know, I, I know the mentality of our kids. I really believe that they'll they'll just say, yeah, coach, we want to do it. But, uh, you know, from a program standpoint, as a head coach, we want to play as many games as we can because it's another it's another week of opportunity to practice. And, you know, they take a program like Curtin. I mean, it, they, every year it seems like they're in the state finals. You add that up. Every two years, that's an extra that's an extra season of practice. You know, it's, it's five weeks. This week, the playoffs are seven weeks long. It's like you almost play two full seasons. So, um, you know, we definitely, you know, want to play as much football as we can, and we we love that for the big playoff football. At any point in time that we're out of it, we're going to explore options, I think, to pick up games until I think it's November 13th where they say you can no longer complain. Um, you know, and there's a lot that goes into that as well. You know, what's going to happen with COVID? You see in Ohio, yeah. the cases are picking up. I mean, I think everybody. Definitely. And then, yeah, definitely. Uh, we don't want any setbacks in terms of outbreaks here in the city, especially with the team. Um, Coach, um, we're about to grab the featured player of the week. Um, and you, our new thing is uh, you intro them and then uh, and then you go grab them. But uh, who we have this week and uh, share a little bit about uh, who they are and yeah, what they so bring. I think this is probably our first underclassman we've had this week. And that's uh, Matt Keeley. Matt's a, only going to be a sophomore for us. And uh, he's really, really done an outstanding job. And, uh, you know, he was a kid, and, uh, you know, all you, you – know, everybody wants to be a star. They want to be the running back <laughs> receiver. Uh, but he was playing running back for us. He found himself down on the depth chart a little bit just because of his, you know, his age and, and whatever and, and knew we had, you know, a little bit thin up front. And we, we had really discussed on moving him, but 
he actually beat us to punch and, and said, hey, you know, I'd be interested in going and playing mine. I know we need help up there. So we, we tried him out there, uh, and then boy, we, was he been a really a, just a tremendous player up there to the point where and I told him this, and I think if he works hard in the next couple of years, he may he, college may be uh, coming and knocking at his door. Uh, he's, he's a super athletic kid and uh, seems to have a passion for getting better, and he, he's naturally strong and gifted, and, uh, and he's a great student. So we think with all those things, the future's bright for him, and uh, each week he seems to be getting better and better and uh, really excited about what he's done for us. Even in the kicking game, a chip getting hurt, he's got a kicker, and, you know, that just tells you, you just like, Coach, I've never kicked a footballer. Well, you played soccer background, and she has great feet prep. Boom, next thing you know, he's, he's kicking and uh, doing an outstanding job. Fabulous stuff. Well, Coach Perry is going to go get Matt Keeley as he joins the now McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Always a big shout-out to State Farm Insurance located here in Niles, Ohio, and as well as Permani Brothers. And if again, if you folks miss any of these shows in their entirety, like they'll download and listen to them at your leisure. You know, blog, talk, radio, and iTunes are opportunities to do exactly that. And we're going to get on with this. And again, going back to some of the numbers, um, two seven two seventeen carries for both uh, Antoine Gardner and Zach Leonard. Uh, two fourteen for Zach and one thirty six. Graduated Yeah. And this is Matt Keeley. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I always used to rough, rough his uncle. Well, you know me. Yeah. I used to intimidate your uncle. You. Yeah, he was scared of me growing up. He might be hard to believe looking at me, my five foot frame. But no, I'm joking. Oh, yeah, your uncle's a good dude. I actually said, well, I see him periodically. Matt, um, coach, even before we went live, I really get the goods on you, and he was really raving about what you're then your unselfishness. And listen, I mean, I'm part of a, you know, I do some stuff as well with football and. I mean, coaching staffs love an unselfish player. I and mean, they like a kid that's really commit themselves anywhere to help the, the team. But you talked about you, you know, the step job just because you're a sophomore. Yes, sir. And, but you're like, you know what? I don't care. I just want to play. And they put you on the line and you blossom. But just talk about that mindset and what brought you to that point to, to say, hey, I want to make the move. Well, really in the offseason, I started working with a couple of the seniors from last year. And they saw they saw my potential with my hand in I just figured it was the best decision for me. So went down there. First practice was a little rough, but at the end it was worth it. I feel more at home down there. It's, I don't know. seems less of a struggle. I feel like, I don't know, it's just for me. Definitely. more there. And your coach said you're one of the, probably the, one of the strongest kids on the team. So yeah. you really bust your tail in there, and you, you, you do have that great problem. Um, I'm curious. I mean, going back, I mean, uh, you know, football prior to this, did you have – on the line, or were you always the guy with the ball in your hand? Always in, the, always in my hand. And I really <laughs> didn't know what steps were, didn't know my hand work. Just adapted to do it on the off season and got got used to it. So what was it like? So you used to kind of just care getting tackled. What right. was it like just starting to get these guys coming at you violently? I mean, with me, I would say when I was in the backfield, I did I did a lot of blocking, so I knew I knew a little bit of hand techniques. But I mean, it was just a big change, big jump, different opportunity. Really about it, and you've taken, and you're uh, you're filling in for um, Zena, who's uh, out. I mean, how did that come about? I mean, <laughs> I played soccer a couple of years, but having to come out, coach, when I said kick a couple field goals, saw that win, and you want to be back there, so then sticking up to that too. And is that nerve wracking? It, it it honestly it is. <laughs> I miss him here and there, but when it comes to game time, it's just I don't know. 
me and the ball. That's all I think about. Well, you you look pretty relaxed doing it. You know, I, I mean, I watched the the film throughout the week. Well, you know, I mean, not throughout the week, but you know, take a day and watch it. But I mean, you you look relaxed back there. You look you look like you belong to do it. Put it that way. I try to stay composed to it, but I mean, it's it's all in the head. It's all I think about. Me and the ball. One strike, one opportunity. So now, you guys, um, what was it like being part of this playoff win? You know, I mean, we we don't want to, you know, take away from what you guys have to do this week, but I mean, you always got to celebrate what you've accomplished. It, it was a big celebration. I mean, I I honestly didn't expect that much excitement that came to my body. That didn't it was it was a crazy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Very good feeling. Yeah. Uh, we talked to the players. Well, I mean. What's it like? I mean, you know, you're and you're you're really you know part of the heart of this team. I mean, you're really making an impact. But you know, in the stands, you know, you're not going to see everybody right. packed right. in Bill O'Brien. For you, what's this been like? I mean, the start of the season, it seemed to be such a struggle. But after so long, it's everyone's getting used to it. It's like the new normal, pretty much. Yeah. Sad new normal, but it's nonetheless, very, yeah, it, it is the new. It is the new normal. Um, now, everyone who comes on the show, we kind of just like reminisce. I mean, backyard days. And I mean, um, who did Matt Keeley want to be growing up? Honestly, I've always had my mindset towards football. That's one thing I want to do the rest of my life. <clears throat> um, want to go play college ball. The one thing I want to do, that's why I did put my hand in the dirt, because I knew I had an opportunity, and I just took it. I mean, you have great size, and I mean, you're a sophomore. I'm sure you're going to grow, and if you're, you turn out like your uncle, your other siblings, uh, I mean. Um, it would be pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, yeah, his uncle Brian is a big man, uh, probably two of me. At least two of them. At least, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, he's a, he's a big dude and a, and a good guy. Um, For you this year in Streetsboro on the way, um, he was talking about, you know, uh, one of the players, I think Hall, he's got a scholarship to Ohio State. So, uh, what's it like knowing that you guys are going to have to contend with somebody of his level? Uh, a lot more practicing along the week. Not too worried about it. Just got to keep – I got to stay in front of him. Can't let him get behind me on the side. That's about it. <laughs> Are you are you a trash talker out there? Uh, you know, you got to flip a few words once in a while. It's, huh? It happens. Yeah? I, you mean, know, I don't know with him, but we got to see. It may yeah. happen. Yeah, you know, if you guys are sitting across from Matt, um, Matt looks like a, uh, you know, is, is, I mean, granted, you still have your massive size O-lineman in college, and but, uh, I mean, Matt looks like a, he looks like an ideal safety. He looks like a, a prime safety or something like that. I mean, if, if we put you in a college uniform, I think this kid's going to, you know, play linebacker or safety or some of that. But he, he's doing his stuff on the line. He's a, I mean, and he's a you know, long, lean frame. But you get after it. Very fun. Very fun position. I love it. Uh, it's my favorite position. I tell everybody, I mean, if I'm at the game putting the binoculars on a guy, I love finding a nasty, minded offensive lineman. And then you just, you know, the play goes off to the left, and you follow him to the right, and he's putting the guy's elbow. And he's, right. just, um, it's, it's good stuff. Well, hey, um, we don't want to keep you too long, but we do appreciate you sticking around and, and doing the show with us. Thank so you. We, I appreciate the opportunity. Well, definitely. We call three and out. We have a couple off-the-wall yeah. questions. Uh, we've been kind of sticking with the same questions. Um do you play video games? I do once in a while. All right. I, I flip up, play a couple games once in a while, but that's about it. No, fair enough. That, no, uh, Zach Fisher wasn't. He said he really wasn't much in the uh, video games. So. He knows I'll mess him up in that, and that's why he doesn't get on much. Oh, no. So he even does. though you're not that much, you're still able to. Oh, yeah. Is Zach bad at video games? Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, do you almost take it easy on him? Cause it's, you have to. You have to. <laughs> what's his, I mean, what's. 
what's his worst, I guess, what's his, the worst of his best, what, what's he's just bad at doing? Or what, what do you love doing to him that just frustrates him? Honestly, if we're talking football-wise, it's definitely got to be hold him on the inside. He can't, <laughs> can't stand it. That's one thing with him he can't stand. Uh, I love it. Now, you you are a offensive lineman. You also are the kicker right now for the Miles McKinley Red Dragons. Yes, sir. Um, let's play hypothetical. You guys are going to be down to the final seconds of this game in Streetsboro this weekend. You're about to go to 6-2, and two, give Streetsboro the first loss. You're going to win the game. You're either going to kick a 37-yard field goal. Oh, man. Or they're going to do a little tricky, make you eligible, and they're going to do a little trickery, and you're going to catch one from Zach for maybe three yards. That would be – Which one? I would definitely pick the eligible. Definitely be eligible. <laughs> too much pressure on me. <laughs> Way too much pressure. I thought I was going to have to kick a game-winning field goal on Gerard, but good thing I didn't have to. It was a little, a little sad. You know what I well, I think the good thing is you you feel the pressure, so I think it almost probably decom decompresses once you're out there. I think okay. sometimes if you're kind of nonchalant like dude, I can nail this from seventy. You get out there like, hey, the bright the lights are bright here on Friday night. Hey, Matt, um, best to you, and again uh, to your family. Uh, it's nice knowing that uh, you know uh, Brian's your uncle and uh, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, good, good good group. So hey, best to you to the Royals and McKinley Red Dragons. As always, we appreciate you stopping by the McKinley Red Dragons football pack podcast. Access, all access, and uh, Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. And for Manny Brothers, a big shout out. As always, we appreciate you stopping by. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.